simplifying your post-processing. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and it's a brand new year, it's a lot of new trips coming up, I see people booking their safaris, their expedition, their tours, I see people learning about their new cameras, I see people doing photography courses and Lightroom courses, and all this is amazing, and I look forward to seeing people out in the field applying and deploying these new skills to their photography. Now, on the flip side of this, I also see people posting on Instagram and sharing a lot of images, sometimes to the point where you think, okay, you know what, the quality of stuff you're posting is going down a little bit, maybe stop, maybe go back and reassess some of your processing, the choices you make. Now, I am going to share a few thoughts here that I've had over the last while, and I'm specifically for me personally, but also for guests from a a photography and post-processing point of view, right? I am going to probably contradict myself because I have the right, we all have, to kind of change my mind on a few things. And one of those is the process of how I go through my work and get to the point where I finally process one. So let's start. In the past, I used to say to you and to the people on my safaris, cool, once you got the stuff into your, into your Lightroom, there's a process, and mine was B and X. So the keys B and X, and then there's an arrow in between, right? B, arrow, X. Those three keys can be used very, very efficiently to streamline a process of taking your images from a lot to a little and then process. So how I would have done it in the past is I would go, I would have my finger on B, one on X and one on the arrow to the right-hand side. I would turn my caps lock on, on my Lightroom, And I would then go through an entire day or week or trips images like this. I would set up a collection and make that collection the target collection so that when I push B on my keyboard with that target collection set, the image which I hit B on goes into that collection. If I hit X on an image, that marks it as a reject. And if I hit the arrow key, it just passes past that image. It just skips it, so to speak. So I would go out with the idea of cataloging my images into three different areas. B goes into a collection, X gets rejected, and the arrow key just skips it. Now, the big, and this isn't, I've started doing this a bit subconsciously over the last while, a few trips as well, Iceland, even from Svalbard last year. And the thing is this, hang on, hang on, hold that thought. What I would do then, I'm coming back, stick with me. I would then go into the collection once I've selected them, right? And I would then go through all the images and crop first. The reason why I would do that is when I'm in a crop mode, when I'm in crop brainwaves as such, if you will, headspace, I found it easier to go through all my images and crop them because I'm thinking about crop. I'm not going from crop and composition, then into tonal values and then coming back. So when I'm doing a huge amount of images, that seemed to be the easiest option. And I found it very helpful to be in that headspace of crop, 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 and then move on from there. So now come back. What I've done over the last while, and this is where my change is, and I'm going to be, if you're traveling with me this year, this we'll talk about. Do you not think that when you look at your images, right, we tend to overthink which ones we need to choose? By going B and X my way that I've been doing, and it's very quick and efficient, right? I'm still looking at every image and I'm judging it. I'm judging it according to this is good, this is bad, X, 
or I'm just going to skip it. Now, is, is there an argument to be made, and I'm speaking to myself here, is there an argument to be made that I should just go in, right, scan through the images, select the ones I like, and put them in a collection and then move on, instead of judging every single one? One of the biggest things that I think photographers struggle with, and I've seen this on safaris, I've seen this when people start posting trips that they've been on, that I've been on with them, they choose the wrong images to process, they choose the wrong images to share. There's better ones. And a lot of this comes to animal behavior and how the understanding of animal behavior uh, influences your final images. It also comes down to the understanding of composition and the understanding of art and the understanding of how the eye works. All of those things plays a role. So for us to go and to ridiculously heavily judge every image, you're a good image, you're a bad image, naughty image, go away, I'm going to X you, right? Apart from the mindset, I think time-wise, so what I've done since Farbart last year, and, and specifically with Iceland now, is I would go down and say, okay, cool, I want to get images of a destination. For example, Kvernfoss, which is one of my favorite waterfalls in Iceland. I'll go to that day, I'll pull them up, and I will go through them. And instead, and this is a mindset thing, instead of looking for the bad ones to X, the good ones to keep, and then to process, I go through and I look at the ones that speak to me. Simple as that, right? I say, this is a cool shot, that's a cool shot, that's a cool shot. There's my three or four from Kvarnafos, and I put them in a collection, I start working on them. When I'm working on them, and then I think, oof, this is close, maybe, then I'll go and look for another one. But surely the confirmation bias, the negativity bias is going to come into play here. If I'm looking through my images and I'm looking for negative things in them, I'm going to find it. And photographers are a little bit messed up at the best of times because we will always, you ask anybody, hey, how was your shoot? Oh, it was okay. Did you get any good trips, uh, images on the trip today? Mm, not bad. So the negativity bias can go into full effect when you start heading your Lightroom catalog and you are going to X everything because this is not right, that's not right, that's not right. This is too bad, this is too colorful, this is too cropped, this is too close, this is too far, this is too unsharp, whatever. So if you're looking for something wrong, you're going to find it. And I've had great success and a lot of fun actually just going into a destination, for, for example, one, go to Foss, whatever the case is, and just look for images from that thing. So I'll look through the collection of, let's say, 35 images that I shot at the destination, and I will only look for the ones that I like, the ones that speak to me, the one that makes me feel good. I'll process them, and I'll move on. So that entire process of BNX, I think there's value in there if you're a new photographer to start understanding what it is that you like and or don't like about images, right? But it's more than that. It's about what do I like? What images speaks to me? Process them and move on. There's something positive about that. You don't get stuck in this negativity bias of looking for what's wrong. And look, some of you might be going, yeah, but about this and my competition entries and stuff. Let's be honest here. The majority of you listening to this, and I'm including myself in here, we don't make money off our images. You might sell a print here or there. You might do a book. You might enter a competition. But at the end of the day, it should be a fun thing. And for me, taking the negative out of it and not looking for the shitty image, you'll know when it's not nice. If something's not nice, you're not going to pick it. If it's nice, you're going to pick it. So I think in that way, 
Why not? And try this for me. And let me know how it works for you. Let me know your thoughts. When you next do a shoot, go and shoot your dog. Sorry, photograph your dog. It sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. The landscapes. If you're staying in Canada, in Calgary, drive up to Banff. Evan, if you're listening, go to Banff and try this. Uh, anybody, go and shoot. Go to Pilansburg if you're here. For those of you that are in South Africa, I know there's a few of you listening that are in South Africa. Try this for a day. Go and shoot like you normally do. I've got thoughts on that as well, but not for now. Then download the images, select sections. Let's say you're looking for a line shot from the day. Put all the line images on the screen and choose the ones you like. Choose the ones that make you happy. Do not inject a negative emotion and mindset and eye, negative eye, into the process of selecting your images. I think let's just be upbeat about this. Let's look for the good and leave the rest and move on. Yes, it might sound all like rah-rah rainbows and unicorns, but I found it works. I'm enjoying the process more because honestly, if I have 4,000 images that I've got to go through from a good few days in the morrow, I couldn't be phased to go. And and I've got trips that I haven't gone through because of that process of now I've got to go and choose the good ones from the bad ones. There's immediately a critical eye. There's a judgment thing involved. Rather than go in and say, cool, I'm going to use Lightroom because it's very powerful at at metadata. I'm going to ask Lightroom to show me just from day one, and I'm going to pick 10 that I like. Yeah? It's way more fun. It's way more productive, and we don't get the negative thing. And then what I do then, for me personally, I then move on. At some stage, if I've got nothing better to do, I might go and delete one. But be honest, right? How much does hard drive space cost? It's not expensive anymore, not these days. So I then move on. I choose the good ones, I move on. I collection them. It's a tighter collection. I've got more fun in the process. I think a lot of you listening, and if you're gonna travel with me this year, you're gonna see this come up. Let's look for the pot. Let's choose only the good ones. Fuck the bad ones. Is what it is. But... I think if you're going to look for bad in your images, you're going to find them. And Lightroom's very powerful because I can zoom into 4 million percent. <gasps> this thing's not sharp. Yes, John, it's because you're zooming in too much. How are you going to present it? Minimize this. Let's make it fun. Let's make it productive. Let's make it positive. That's my mindset for me and my photography going forward. And uh, it's something that I'm going to try and impress upon some of my clients. It's very easy to get negative in Lightroom, and I've seen some of you listening to this, I've seen you get negative, because you go into Lightroom, and you look at the things too much, and you judge the shitty images, and you start attaching your self-worth to it, and now it's just a shit show of emotions, and I'm not a good photographer, and, 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 and. No, let's stop that. Let's go towards photograph in the field, because it's a fun thing, get into Lightroom, Pick the images you like and that speak to you and let's move on. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, guys. Uh, For those of you, I I know there's quite a few of you actually that might not have shot recently because of the break, but I see the bookings coming in. I see you guys going to all these amazing places. So let's see if we can't make this a good and upbeat and positive thing. I think there's huge value for you, for your mindset and for your photography. Let me know what you think. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. If you want to get hold of me, jerry at wildeye.co.za and Jerry Vanavolt on Instagram, hit me up. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this and hopefully for you to have a little bit more fun with your processing and not get repetitive and negative because it's so easy. Good stuff. I will chat to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. Bye for now, guys.